and welcome to the Eastern Kicks podcast, a regular magazine program about East Asian film led by me, Andrew Heskins, founder and grandmaster of EastonKicks.com, and James Mudge, our leading writer. Hey, Each episode, we'll be taking a look at the latest films, news, and festivals, often chatting to filmmakers and stars along the way. Welcome to the latest show. This episode, we're focusing on an exploitation classic, <laughs> Calamity of Snakes. <laughs> being released in a newly restored version by Unearthed Films. But before we get on to that, let's start off with that important question. What are you drinking this episode, James? Uh, something very classy, actually. I've got a, a 12, 12 year old Bowmore uh, single Ooh. malt, which is actually. Ooh, very nice. Ooh. Yeah, well, it's one of my, definitely one of my favourite ones, actually, from Ely. So it's mm, very, very PC. nice one. PC, right? <laughs> it's not too. This one's more smoky. I would oh, say okay. the PD, it's not quite as. Um, complicated a flavor <laughs> Some of the other, I, don't, I don't think this one put it this way I think I mean it's a great one but I think it's one of the ones which is possibly slightly easier to drink uh if, if you're not ex- you know if yeah, you're not peach, expecting think, like yeah. hardcore flavor it, so it's smoky yeah. but it's Pe- not peaty, like peaty can get too peaty very quickly I think yeah 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 some of those flavors are the ones which uh, would turn off the max you out yeah if you just jump in not expecting it then <laughs> I remember um my wife was very into into the whole peaty side and, and mm. basically I went to a, a specialist whiskey shop close to um, the kind of Baker Street area and he basically said you, okay. have, you have to get her to tone it down because <laughs> she's cool. gone she's gone up to the max she's gone up to 11 yesterday she has to dial it back a bit um, <laughs> what otherwise you, you enjoy it otherwise you can't go otherwise you can't go any further so. yeah that's true but once you've got it you, you can't really you know, there's not really anywhere else to go if you get to that. Whereas if you start, and you know, because I, I I enjoy like a wide range of whiskies from the good to the terrible as well. But uh, <laughs> yeah, if you go down to the full, you know, the the most rich flavors you can get, then everything else is going to be <laughs> your palate will be changed. <laughs> and so me, I am on the old crafty hen. Mm-hmm. A six point five. That's always friend. a classic. Yeah, it's always a classic. Another e- easy drinking despite its uh, strength. Mm, yeah, well, that's the danger, isn't it? <laughs> in my old beer days, I did. I had quite a lot of the crafty hen. I think that was, that was one of my, my favourite of the genre. <laughs> yeah, so cheers. Here's to it. Ah, oh, that's nice. And on with Calamity of Snakes, coming to US Blu-ray and DVD from the 25th of April via Unearthed Films. Mm. Um, should we kind of start with with, with this release? Because yeah, that's yeah, kind of a bit of kind of background, and you know, it's 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 interesting to see some of this exploitation stuff really start to get out there now. After yeah, yeah, de- definitely. I mean, some of these films as well. You know, the I mean, it's a. I think it's not. Uh, Exaggeration to call it like a pretty obscure, hard to get one, but which people you know people might have heard of, or they, if you're a proper hardcore exploitation fan, or if you're into that 
that quite specific period, I think, of the early early 80s, late 70s, when, you know, when Hong Kong cinema was kind of going through a very weird patch, you know, and transitioning towards, you know, through the new wave into what we saw in the 80s in Hong Kong cinema. And we were getting all kinds of crazy stuff from the Shaw Brothers and from... And then sort of knock-on effect was was having a lot of independent producers making even crazier films like like this one. And so many mm-hmm. of them were... So many of them were lost to lost the time came out on v- VCDs uh, and probably ne- you know never came out again after that so uh, actually having been able to find materials for this one and re- remaster it into 2K is pretty <laughs> it's, it's both in- very impressive that it was done and it's also an interesting <laughs> choice that it was actually done because uh, you know a lot of the time when we think of extreme cinema or extreme exploitation where this film goes with the snakes and the animal cruelty side of it kind of marks it out as being something very different yeah yeah um and i guess that's one side of it we should i mean we can probably kind of mention that up front isn't it that because of that yeah. um honor films are, are giving to a snake charity save the snakes you know, i believe that's right? what it said yeah. so which is yeah admirable that's i'm not sure if it makes up i mean and and then we'll get into the plot later but it's kind mm. of ironic the amount of uh damage that's done to snakes during uh, this Christ. film or at least yeah. i mean yeah and and and, and it, it's not just appears to be i mean there's, there's no, way. <laughs> no, a, no, no a, it's real there's a special effects no. um you know we're not got the creatures as we'd see in an old uh filthy zombie no, film where no. you've got the terrible kind of like plastic bats and um terrible snakes and stuff uh, terrible spiders rather in those <laughs> this is this is real this yeah. is real yeah um but yeah, I mean, kind of talking about, I kind of kind of start with 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 the kind of the versions of this. So I think mm. one thing, and I'm not sure from the press release we've seen and the the screener that we we that's been shared with us is, mm. you know, what which version of the film this is. Mm-hmm. But in a very real sense, I think you can also say that that there is no such thing as a definitive version of this film because it was mm. available in so many different formats and mm. and a lot of these films. Yeah, there was a kind of almost not quite an ad hoc nature to how they were edited and released, but there, there doesn't. There's so many kind of different iterations oh, of it that, that that saying that this is the. Oh yeah, de- definitely, and, and also it would have been, you know, based on the materials that were available for actually remastering, because you can't really put together, uh, you, you know, a film and have a few minutes here or there which are not remastered because you, you didn't get the original source materials. But yeah, I mean, it's certainly. I mean, the version I'd originally seen you know, way before seeing this one, was definitely the crappy US release, uh, which was by Brentwood. Or one or Brentwood put it out, which probably just means there was no copyright on it. And, you know, they were yeah. putting it out on, putting out so many of these like, weird little DVD packs of awful quality stuff, which could have come yeah, from a VHS or VCD. Before, haven't we? They've definitely, yeah, that, that, yeah, definitely, definitely <laughs> come up before. Um, so that was the first one I saw. And... That was on, you know, full disclosure. I saw that one on YouTube because, again, there would be no copyright on it, so it, it probably wasn't exactly a crime to upload that old version. But it was, you know, it was knackered, it was terrible quality. Um, but there were a couple of versions, even originally, there was a theatrical version, there was an export version, but even those weren't very different in terms of their lengths. And it was just a few things like flashes of nudity uh, and, and things like that. Um, and from what I've seen, this feels like it's it's the theatrical version rather than the international export cut. 
uh, because there's an absolutely hilarious Austin Powers style placement of some things. There's a, there's a little uh, tete a tete in, in, a, in a, a hotel room while it's still, uh, well, and we'll get on to the whole plot, but mm. while things are still in the construction. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's definitely, oh, uh, everything's very, very carefully placed, which is. Yeah, and I, I and I can't see I, I as you say like and I can't say what is the exactly the definitive version. So I mean it's I, and also the process of restoration as well as we we yeah. had uh, Chang on the on mm, the show, mm, but mm. a lot of it is you know sometimes there are alternative shots because that's yeah. what's available. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and you're kind of and again that, that's part of the problem here. You're trying to piece together mm. what the film should be like. Sometimes the director's involved, sometimes, you know, yeah. in this case the director couldn't be involved. Um, you know, so it, it is it is almost a subjective thing in terms of, of, of what's being mm-hmm. created, you know, and 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 what version is it. <laughs> yeah. It, it is. Yeah, and in this case just trying to get as much of the the, the exploitation content in there. And as far, I mean, just going by re- referencing this version versus the other one I'd saw, this certainly has, there's nothing missing for, from mm. that in terms of either the gore, the snake slaughter, the, the brief bits of sex and nudity. Um, <laughs> there's nothing I, I, I think that's missing from it, from that. And because the, you know, the, they were um, not very different, as I say, in actual terms of length, some of that could have just been mistaken running times as well. So it's, which is another level of confusion actually to yeah, it and, yeah. and and there was a lot more footage for this film uh shot which was put into that serpent warriors us film which i've never uh, i've never managed to see with um eartha kit and clint walker Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> i would like to see it definitely but it's but yeah so the, the, there is other material which was not in these versions so it's yeah it's, it's a very confusing situation and stuff so actually pulling this together like you say it's it's both like the remaster and, and also kind of like a jigsaw puzzle of uh, putting mm. putting everything back yeah. together and fixing up. So yeah, it's it it's it is it's just funny like seeing a film like this it looking good or as looking as good as it actually can because you know just so used to <laughs> having seen these films either earlier in my film watching career having seen them on crappy VHS or pirate videos or VCDs or stuff I'd seen or even official you know those. Well, well, true. Official true. Brentwood yeah. DVDs were not good condition. No, no, no. Often they would be not. little more than a v- VHS rip. You know. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely, and uh, and even stuff we've seen that you know now, which is on YouTube for really obscure stuff. When you're trying to find it, a lot of the time, that's just people uploading like the these bad quality Brentwood ones or VCDs and stuff. So when you actually see a film like this, like Clammy Snakes, actually looking good, it's and sounding good. It's it's quite <laughs> it's quite shocking. <laughs> I mean, it's, I love the fact that people like on, on Earth would actually go to the trouble uh, of going through a, a film like this and actually you know bringing it up to snuff, so to speak. It's still slightly blows my mind though. <laughs> just that the, these kind of films actually get that kind of treatment because, yeah, especially like a, and frankly like insane schlocker like this one <laughs> and we'll get on to the insanity shortly but mm. um, yeah so we go into a bit of the background of this film so yeah, yeah I mean you, you talk about it being a Hong Kong film but it is very much from the era of that very porous Hong Kong Taiwan yeah, yeah. co-production which does it actually count as and the answer is none of them all of them is. exactly yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's very really confusing uh, not so much just for this film but any film when you're researching or tracking trying to track stuff down as to whether they're a Hong Kong film technically or a Taiwan film technically and 
which where they were completely shot, where they were all shot in Hong Kong or Taiwan or no, <laughs> very very much in that back and forth Hong Kong Taiwan period for sure of the early of the early eighties. Yeah, yeah. And do we do we know much about the 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 actual the the, the producers of this or the director or not massively to to be honest with you. Um, and, and I did try like researching this film before for the. Um, you know, because I, I, in being interviewed in the documentary, which is one of the extras on the on the, on the release. Full disclosure time. <laughs> full, yeah, full disclosure time, but also full disclosure. I couldn't really find much information at all about the film, which is, I guess, adds to its mystique. But it's no, I, I don't really know a huge amount about the actual production. I mean, it was directed by William Chung. Um, uh, he did the Bruce Lee knockoff story of the dragon, and he produced the new Mister Vampire, but not, you know, at least by what we can read in English currently on places like HKMDB, not a huge list of of like familiar credits or anything like that. So that no, not not really. I don't really know too much about the actual um, production side of it. But it would be it would be interesting, probably disturbing to know about how how they actually went about making it. A lot of some of the scenes. Mm. And uh, uh, what stars do we have in here? It's it's not a lot a particularly well known cast, is it? No, no, uh, un- unsurprisingly. Uh, and, and again, you know, look through them and we, we've got uh, people whose names I, I'm not so familiar with, like Hyung Wan Pang, Li Ying. Um, Lo, Ping, Lo Pi Ling was in quite a few things, uh, quite a, a long list of films, but only in like tiny sort of bit parts um, and everything. And probably the only one I kind of recognised more was uh, Kao Yan, who's, who plays the boss guy uh, in the film. He was in like uh, quite a few Shaw Brothers films, like Brothers Five and... Some martial arts stuff in the seventies, like Angry River, um, and apparently, yeah, he he was the first Hong Kong actor to to be in a film which achieved like a box office revenue of above one million uh, HK dollars, the, mm. the Golden Eagle, which got me reputation as the the millionaire leading actor. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not vouching for the accuracy of all of that because it comes from trans- <laughs> this comes from kind of translated text, which is also the other issue with translate with like researching some of this stuff, especially when you get. If if you're researching some of these films and some of these actors, they have long lists, really long lists of like five to ten different names they have, which they went by in Hong Kong, which they went by in Taiwan, sometimes using pseudonyms for acting when they were acting in less respectable type of films like this and stuff. So And sometimes it's just the alternative spellings as well. It is. Um, yeah, yeah, minefield. Absolutely. And I'm never... I mean, like, when the, other, the, the person I recognise most in, in the cast was um, Nyai Ping Nyao. Um, mm. and a, a, also known as Wei Ping Yeo, mm. um, who I re- who does a lot of the comedy, so he's a he's an, another kind of bit player really, but okay. um, had been doing very similar roles. He's got a very similar role really in in Fist of Fury, and he's in oh, okay. Hakido and stuff okay. like that. He's obviously the sort of annoying, groveling kind of <laughs> second in command of uh, somebody who's a bit dodgy type thing, and he he, he does much the same here. But uh, yeah, he's got most of the 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 very broad comedy that we get throughout the yeah there is some really, the, there is the, some really the broad comedy <laughs> um, so yeah I, I think basically it's a cast made up of um, sort of bit part actors some character actors and everything that there's not really any um, you know big name stars but it's not like you really need them um, for a film like this <laughs> I don't think that's why people would have been coming to watch it uh, you know either now or, or, or back then I mean people are here for the for better or worse, are there for the snakes? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So let's, and let's talk about the plot. Yeah, mm. go on. Let's 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 sum up the plot that as as bizarre as it is. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll give a yeah a very short because it's, it's both it's both bizarre and senseless, but also um, you could summarize it very very easily as, as we'll get to when we talk about the craziness of it. But um, but yeah, I mean it's basically set in Taiwan and we we have this kind of familiar setup where a, a new fancy apartment building is is going up and it's delayed because they find this massive pit of snakes in the foundations, which in itself is, I, I don't know if that's the thing snakes do, but it's a, you know, a big pit just swarming with snakes. And, uh, and the boss, uh, you, you know, the, the guy, we, guy we've mentioned there, Cao Yuan, just is like, no, 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 it's fine. We're, we're just going <laughs> to, he takes matters into his own hands with a forklift, forklift truck and just smashes and pulps up the snakes, even though the architect, uh, and the others protest and stuff. So and, and his and his wife as well. I mean, it starts with, that's with right, having yeah. this kind of vision of of, of mm. you know, this, this doom that's going to come. <laughs> the, the great doom of snakes. <laughs> Let's kill them all. We can't wait for the fire brigade. We can't waste time. Right. The project can't be stopped. Time is money. Let's kill them. But they, yeah, he he just goes through and pulps all the snakes, and then they go ahead with the construction. But then surprisingly, snakes keep turning up on on the site like a. It's a you know boa con- vicious boa constrictor, and <laughs> we get a scene we'll mention later. We the, the boss brings in this martial arts snakes <laughs> expert and, and mongoose to to help him with all these snakes and stuff. And you know eventually the building gets finished, and of course in the great tradition, like the the grand opening is interrupted by the appearance of a huge number of snakes, <laughs> which just run amok and attacking all the guests and all the re- residents as if they actually plan. The snakes actually have a plan, almost you know they're. <laughs> it, it, it's it's not quite clear if they're revenge snakes, karma snakes, or, or or just snakes that happen to be there, and that's what happens. So, so yeah. But I think we we both came up with sort of say a same mm. kind of one line description, which is a, which it is a cross between your sort of creature feature like yeah. Jaws or Piranha mm. meets a not so towering inferno. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's ter- towering inferno if you had snakes instead of fire. And um, also, bizarrely, if you have at least one floor missing, which seems to be... That's when true. You, when watching it back, it's, it's one, <laughs> two, three, five. Like, where's the fourth floor? Uh, I've, that's I've where they cut costs. You know, they had to cut costs to get it up. And <laughs> but it's like, oh, we're bored. It's in, it is interesting. I, I, I've honestly no idea if there's a reason for that, because you couldn't... <laughs> Without getting into that whole spinal tap conversation about they're, they're going up to 11, there's no fourth floor. One, two, three, four, you know... I, no, I mean, no idea. You, you do find you do get the whole thirteenth floor. Yeah, thirteenth floor. Western yeah. because of superstition, and, and but in in Asian, I've never heard of four. Four's four's not a not that I've ever not that I've ever heard or encountered. <laughs> but maybe there's a reason, or or maybe yeah, it's a fake sign and somebody just forgot to put a four on it. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow that feels quite likely. Yeah, I'm guessing that's the I'm guessing that's the case. But no, it's a really it's a really bizarre plot because so much of it is just set pieces or excuses for the snakes to attack not even good excuses you know most of the time it's just <laughs> it's just snake set piece after snake set piece right and it's but that's yeah yeah i know i that, mean the setups are just cray cray and and yeah they yeah, are as you said it make absolutely no sense but you know somebody's in a car and yeah in a bath or yeah the, the whole Disco, the disco, yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's kind of what you want, though, though to an extent. And I, I like, I mean, that's one of the things I like about the film is just how it doesn't make a lick of sense, but it doesn't really pretend to either. Sometimes this kind of these kind of films can like uh, 
uh, either just become too confusing, which I don't think this is because there's nothing to follow, or they no, or, no. or they just waste time. You know, like you know, in the way like some like kaiju films or Godzilla films make the mistake of thinking we really want to spend time learning about the human characters instead of just seeing the carnage and things happen. Whereas this doesn't even really bother with that. No, but it does have some very weird. It does have some very kind of long sequences. So you uh, you see the sort of the the, the snake expert kind of mm. going through. Um, chopping up a, a, a snake and a, a market and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and kind of taking out all the important bits for different various reasons. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, sure, but they're they're still not... I mean, if that's what you... It's still technically filed under snake carnage, that, that stuff. Well, know, yeah, that. yeah, and then so. the very long mongoose sequence. Uh, I was just, it just, that seems to seem to go on forever while like, the mongooses are battling the snakes and a, then there's two of them. That's a bizarre... I mean, what? <laughs> it's so weird. I, I wasn't mean, expecting that. No, I mean, the, I think so the crazy... You know, when you get to the crazy kung fu battle, that's one mm. thing. That's so. I mean, that is coming out of the Shaw Brothers uh, kind of approach to it, to the sort yeah. of black magic and all those kind of mm-hmm. films. But also, um, you kind you you see it in the the, the hopping vampire things that yeah. you're starting to see with spooky encounters. Yes, let's get a martial artist to sort out any any problem. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's and what then... you need. Exterminations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fight, Rat exterminations, snake exterminations, and um, <laughs> kung fu fighting. No, uh, no. The, the mongoose scene is. I know what you mean. They're, they're a different kind of madness. Just, just taking that scene and the, and the absolutely insane, you know, battle with the the, the big snake, the kung, the kung fu fight, which almost does seem like the snake is fighting him with some kind of kung fu, or at least some kind of. It's you know, a very nimble python, isn't it? Just it flying is, it around, just flies. Like, nobody's business. It knows what it's doing as well. There's kind of a, a will, a yeah. will to it. You know, it, it's not just yeah, like an animal attacking him. It, it actually is engaged in combat with him. Hmm. But so that scene versus the mongoose scene, yeah, they're very different kinds of, <laughs> of insanity. Especially the mongoose scene having a, like a nice bit of pop soundtrack to it as well. So, it's just yeah, even just putting those two scenes you know, thinking about them back to back, those that just sums up how, how bizarre this film is and how much it just but jump, there jumps is, around. You know, kind of, kind of get into some of the context on it, even outside of um, Hong Kong and Taiwan, there is mm. this, you know, these kind of bizarre scenes you get, you know, and, and we kind of, we can come on to sort of the actual, mm. you know, real animal cruelty in, in films. Yeah. But, you know, when you've you've got things like Cannibal Holocaust mm, coming mm, through, where, yeah, you know, yeah. there's a lot of kind of weird scenes like that where they are putting stuff in that's really... Mm-hmm. It's it's not about the plot. It is a, it is that sort of exploitation. Yeah, the Mondo style footage we were, which mm. quite you know again without knowing too much about the the production history of the film, some of that stuff might well have been you know documentary footage bought from somewhere. That wouldn't wouldn't surprise me too much, and it was spliced in there. I'm not saying it is, but but yeah, absolutely for for quite a lot of those films, uh, this this kind of this kind of exploitation, um, yeah, so, so some stuff would just be put in there and. Whether or not they actually filmed it's another is another question. And then we got the bizarre, as we say, very very Benny Hill, very Molly <laughs> kind of humour going on. Yeah. I mean, we all we even get a um, a uh, a gag about uh, you know the classic gag about a snake being confused for 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 somebody having an erection. In there. It's, it's all <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very very. Pretty much everything you can think of is thrown it thrown in there. Lowbrow humor, toilet humor, 
sexist humour. It's all... <laughs> it's all in there. And some of it's kind of, some of it's kind of funny, but I, I, it's in this weird way where it's large stretches of the, the film. You're just not, not sure what's supposed to be funny or not funny because it's, it's incredibly chaotic the way it's directed. I mean, in a very, very entertaining way. Um, hmm. It's it's a I mean, lot it's, of fun. It is. It is. I mean, in a in a very kind of linear way, it's it's mm. quite coherent, despite the kind of the craziness of some of the choices. Just because there's nothing. Just because there's nothing. There's nothing to go on. <laughs> yeah, it, it just goes between set pieces, and we know the snakes are gonna turn up at the end in the building. So before that, it's just oh, advancing the plot through some snake attacks, and it's it's that good kind of chaos. You know, it's mm. as you say, like it's it's it somehow walks that line between being utterly senseless but still fairly coherent you know it, yeah. it's easy you don't feel annoyed but you know, sometimes you watch a film and you they get almost to the point of being obtuse or obscure because you're you know they're so badly put together whereas this one because it just is set pieces it, it doesn't really have that doesn't really <laughs> kind of have that kind of problem and his the direction is fine as well i mean the direction is classic exploitation stuff as well like yeah lots of mad zooms all the way through it close-ups of faces and sweating people and everything so and, and it's you know. i mean and in terms of how it's done and it, it's a sort of background of, mm. you know in the 70s and into the 80s we had mm. a lot of these sort of creature features you know we had the swarm yep, we had yep. that, that kingdom of the spiders with, with <laughs> yeah. Connors, don't we? we had um we had piranha we had jaws there's a lot of this stuff going on at that point mm. um you always have things like centipede horror and you know all this stuff that's yeah, but it, it actually does. At some point, it does do this kind of this tension quite well. Of of though, and the snakes are coming in the room. There's more and more of them, and they're just kind of yeah, yeah. No, no, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, but kind of, yeah. I mean, a lot of them are being thrown in. You can just oh, not see the hands. Oh, doing they're, it. they're really being thrown in. Most of these poor. But, you know, there's the lady there in. sitting around, yeah. you know, doing her knitting. Never has knitting been quite so tense as when she's in there. <laughs> she's <just> absolutely oblivious. <laughs> it's no, and this is definitely on the. The another film which it reminded me a bit about was it was Squirm, just just in terms of um, what's his name, Jeff Lieberman's Squirm, where it's just. Again, it, it just set pieces about worms over and over again, where to the point where, you know, at the end, like the house is just filled with with real worms mixed up with spaghetti and stuff, and it's completely <laughs> senseless. But it, it gets a lot of mileage out of just increasingly outlandish set pieces involving the you know the attacking creatures. So it's it is. I mean, absolutely, it takes that formula for like the disaster film slash nature on a mock, and then just. <laughs> just just turns everything up to eleven to get back to the spinal tap thing and just throws absolutely everything everything possible in there. Then, okay, we'll get a bit of sleaze in there. We'll get some lowbrow humor in there. We'll you know we, we'll get a martial arts battle in there. I mean, there was no need for a martial arts battle with the with the boa constrictor, but you know, thank God they threw it in there. Yeah, I mean, and that is very much the exploitation spirit of of throwing everything against the wall. Yeah, and then seeing what sticks. Not even caring what sticks. You're too, Not even really caring what no, sticks. Just I mean, throwing yeah. more stuff in straight away afterwards. But it keep you know it, it keeps it all moving along really, really quickly. And it's as we you know whatever, you know the version is. I mean it's it's a, you know sub ninety minute film which is great. Mm. So that there's, it's very very entertaining. Uh, you know in the, in these terms before we get to talk about the the bad side of the film. But um, yeah, it, it's it, it's one of the proper hardcore just in, insane 
demented exploitation films in, in so many ways uh, in terms of what they were, you know, trying to give audiences, I guess, what they thought audiences wanted to see and then just cranking everything up again. Yeah. I mean, I, I uh, regular listeners will probably notice, but I do often get distracted by the, the music that's uh, <laughs> yeah. mildly appropriated. So, I mean, and, it, and it's, it's some really corking tracks. There's uh, uh, several tracks from Maniac, Oh really? Okay. Three or four tracks. One of them uses the main theme. You know. I had no so, idea. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, we've well, got this bizarre bit at, at one of the parties where they've got um, that disco classic, uh, the Hooked On classics, playing oh. in the background, which is sort of kind of perky classical yeah. disco beat music. Um, another track by French pop disco electronic bands space called symphony uh, okay um yeah so really kind of always kind of weird stuff of but somebody made an effort to actually put <laughs> put pull all those tracks actually in there so it's <laughs> and it actually you know like a lot of these yeah. films actually this 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 uh, yeah appropriated shall we say um, mm. or nick's music mm. particular jay chataway stuff from Man- maniac works really really well it's a, yeah it's a great soundtrack anyway so Mm. Um, that does work well. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> doesn't surprise me that there's um some thievery going on. Put it that way, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, another thing I would like today is actually I the the title of this mm. um, calamity. <laughs> it's always a, it's a hilarious kind of type, you know, to say it's It's a calamity. Yeah, it doesn't. It just it's got a sort of slight weird gram, grammar thing to it as well. It doesn't quite yeah. make sense. Calamity of snakes. It's it's a calamity for the snakes, but uh, mm. calling. It, I don't know, but I agree. It, the, the original. I mean, and this is only done on Google, so I'm not mm. going to go with accuracy. But the original title is perhaps a little more appropriate. Um, yeah. Seems to roughly translate as human snake war. Oh, well, that's bad. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The, the, I mean, it, it makes it sound <laughs> like a diff- slightly different kind of film, but it's definitely more, it is definitely more accurate. Um, or it's certainly in terms of the fact that the snakes actually do seem to be consciously fighting back against the humans, that they're not just there. Uh, yeah. You know, they actually do. <laughs> they do seem to have a plan or, <laughs> or, or some things, which is just one of, one of life's many imponderables, I guess. Mm. <laughs> And it's different from I mean the other the film to kind of bring up of course is the the much earlier exploitation classic The Killer Snakes. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. But those are snakes that are under someone's control versus these yes. ones that are yes. under there. Yeah, that 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 that's carrying your own vengeance on. Yeah. The Killer Snakes is kind of a, an earlier like Gong Tao black magic film um, where, mm. where they're being used and there's lizards in the film and stuff as well so yeah it, it's definitely different kind of you know there's, there's never any even hint of an explanation of, apart from the fact that snakes might be angry uh, <laughs> in this film they finally had enough and they're not taking it anymore <laughs> although they would make, make an interesting double bill just in the fact that um, Killer Snakes is so much more nihilistic and depressing uh, a film whereas this is kind of like cheerful insanity uh, if, mm. that, if that's the right, if that's the right way to put it, whereas Killer Snakes <laughs> is actually a really grim film, uh, thematic. Whereas this one, you know, is much more grim in terms of the snake slaughter, but it's <laughs> cheerful, I guess, in a way. 
<laughs> Partly because of perky music, but for most. Well, you're right. You're right. Yeah, the the soundtrack does keep things bobbing along, whereas uh, the Killer Snakes has just got a lot of lurid lighting and um, I, well, I can't remember the soundtrack. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was stolen from somewhere as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there always were. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. um, we kind of dwell a bit more on the sort of the the the, the, the bad side of the film. Mm, scene, yeah, you can't get it, away it is, from it. It's got to be said. It is. It is. There is a lot happening to these poor snakes. That, there is. There, there really yeah, apart is. Apart from apart from the python, who is most is is definitely uh, <laughs> a prop for at least half of that time. <laughs> yeah, I think we can. When he's flying around, <laughs> I don't think anyone's but, um, throwing a python. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's tough to it, it is tough to watch, and it's just it, it's the sheer almost like factory line almost of snake slaughter uh, which I, I do, it does it, it, like I said before it does almost feel ironic you know that these mm. snakes in the film these snakes have uh, you know they've, they've, they've got a beef and they want yeah. to kind of they want to get their revenge and yet you think about all the poor snakes in this film yeah where's their where's their revenge no 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 it, it's <laughs> true and, it, and it, as you said before it is kind of a mix we've got some mondo footage type stuff like snake bladders being removed and uh, the sort of snakes down the market or the so-called like you know medicinal mm. or restaurant side of it and then we've just got like the sort of wholesale ones of like lots of snakes being hacked up burned slow motion snake slaughter and it's yeah yeah, yeah and it, it is it is and it's obvious that you know they wouldn't have had the budget to do this anyway but no no it, these are live animals that this is happening to and that's yeah that's and, that's gross i think mean, yeah at certain points you know Back in the old days, people yeah. might have gone, "Oh well, they're snakes," you know. I, I think but I this think, is not not this film. I, th- I think just because there's so much of it. Uh, I mean, in uh, in other films and stuff, we you know, and there's you know, animal slaughter. Unfortunately, has a long and kind of condition uh, continuing tradition, but just it's jaw dropping the sheer amount of snakes which are which are actually killed in yeah. this film. It's just, it's yeah. insane how many of them there are, and even the ones which survived the filming. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna doubt they actually. <laughs> were rounded up safely and released into the wild where they lived out their lives happily. Um, <laughs> God, do you remember? 20 years ago, I was in that great film. Oh, man. It's, there's hundreds, or if not thousands, of them getting slaughtered in this film. Even just the way it opens with him mashing them up with that truck, it's 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 genuinely quite jaw-dropping. Yeah, you know, yeah. Even watching it again, you know, in this new version, like seeing that scene, it's just, wow, Jesus Christ. So, and that's one thing that you know, in some ways, that that's not massively helped by um, a new restoration where you can clearly see mm, yes. what's going on. Yeah, 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 old, true. Grubby old uh, mm. VHS copy wouldn't have you. You just no. wouldn't have seen that detail. And that's true. That they were. Yeah, that, that's true. You could have kidded props. yourself on a bit. So, and that's you know we we've. You know, I stand by all the, the the things we said about it being really fun and entertaining in so many ways, but it's such a. This is going to be. There's just no point in people watching this film um, if that's going to trigger people the, the snake cruelty because it, it's not even vaguely. You know, there's nothing even vaguely like justifiable or okay about it uh, mm. in that sense, and it makes it a tough one because you know we are talking about saying you know. This is an entertaining film. There's so many like fun, wacky, crazy things about it and stuff. But on the other hand, you you can't get around, you, you can't really get around the side of the film because it it's the film's reason for existence. You, you know, it, it's not a film which just happened to have a bit of this in it. I mean, this was this is the film. Uh, you, you know, snake slaughter, turn up and see 
hundreds or thousands of you know snakes being being killed so it's it's a tough one um mm. in, in that respect because it's a film i've you know i've seen it a few times now uh, i do you know i i've said like, i find it entertaining and stuff but it's never a film i'd recommend to anyone you know yeah. i don't i don't think i, I it's not even like a funny one you'd you know, you come back with your friends late at night drunk and you put on Serbian film just to shock people or to have a laugh and tell them, put on faces of death in the old days and tell people it's real. Whereas this is, <laughs> I wouldn't do that with this film. <laughs> I think a lot of people would quite understandably have very, very triggered, um, very triggered reactions to it. Mm-hmm. As you say, it's just... I'm not unreasonably. No, no, not unreasonably either because it is just real and it's there. And, you know, we don't because we don't really know about the production history of the film, but I'm guessing they wouldn't have come out and said, don't worry, we ate all these snakes afterwards. Because we both the fact that they're, <laughs> they're, they're killed in you know, cruel fashion. Um, yeah. You know, it's not, they're, they're, there's not like, they weren't shooting these snakes up with snake drugs and then not knowing what happened to them. You know, they're properly slaughtered. But um, yeah, I, I can't imagine there was, you know, anything afterwards which happened to them apart from them being shoveled up and... <laughs> Mm. Uh, thrown away because so many of them are actually just pulped yeah (laughs) yeah. they don't even seem to be saving the medicine the medicinal parts or anything like that so so yeah you you can't really get away from that side of the film for 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 people and it has to come with that kind of um you know warning warning. yeah yeah for for people but i don't think it's a film people would watch by accident no you know to that extent it's not i mean this is it's pretty niche uh, in that respect and even if you came across it by accident it's very clear that that's what it's that's what it is and, you know and with them you know they've got their cruelty free cut on there which i on the extras which i haven't seen i, I can't really imagine what's in that i imagine it's pretty short but <laughs> they, they that options there and they've got their snake charity donations so you know there's mm. you know they're, they're taking taking the you know some applaudable actions in that respect and it's it's not. I don't feel this film is like in this day and age, especially. It's not promoting doing this. No one's going to copy this film and think this is a great idea. So it's not glamorizing them. It's almost like a bizarre historical artifact you mm. know, to, to an extent. Um, there's nothing in this which is, you know, people are not really gleeful about the snake slaughter in the film. It's not like this is a great thing in the film. It's just pure exploitation. You know that that is happening. It's. And it, it's never been. It wasn't really ever copied since in any kind of way, which I've seen and stuff. So, so yeah, I, I think it, it. In terms of where it sits today, it, it is like a kind of curiosity piece, you know, for for like hardcore exploitation fans. But even then, like I think, of, I mean, even like a lot of people who would enjoy something like Serbian film or some of the other stuff. Um, so you know, I mean, unearthed films do put out like a really great catalog of really hardcore and extreme stuff i mean really extreme stuff but it's usually but it is like animal slaughter which upsets people more yeah uh, i mean is it seen stuff like right it, so. yeah yeah for sure because it, it does you know hit home and doesn't have special effects and it's you know so unnecessary yeah. and you know cruel but even in films like necromantic and things like that when there's things seem like a rabbit getting killed that's that's what i remember more in necromantic and some of the other stuff so it's yeah it's yeah, I think that that's how I'd categorize it as being, you know, sort of a curiosity piece, historical. Mm. It's not going to, you know, it's not going to have inspired anyone to do anything the same and it's not going to attract people who don't, who aren't curious you know, to see it. I don't think too many people would actually come to this thinking it's great to see lots of snakes being slaughtered in that respect. I think people would come to it 
more just because of because of the overall madness of it. I don't think anyone's mm. saying, yeah, yeah, well, I've been missing in my life is seeing things getting slaughtered. Because I'm sure you can find on YouTube or some, you know, um, nature shows because they still get eaten for food snakes so th- there's probably yeah, yeah. so there's probably stuff out there on that if that's I've, I've eaten snake uh, yeah I've had, I've had snake before uh, I did in, 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 in China and in the, uh, yeah in in, uh, in Moab as well in okay. the States so yeah yeah so it's yeah you know but it, the, I mean the one in China wasn't massively humanely killed because the guy was <laughs> a pair of scissors but okay well that's, um, that's but I you know but yeah. you wouldn't hope that, that they were humanely killed I don't yeah there's nothing wrong with with the snakes being eaten as a food source. No, yeah. no, no, no. I, I know what you mean. So it is. It does occupy an odd space um, in that respect. Although you know, we we've, you know, there is a long history of animal cruelty um, in cinema, not just in Asia, but uh, you know, in general and stuff. And it's, yeah. it's stuff yeah. we still see. You know, even like fairly recently, you know, we still see stuff. Um, it's an ongoing issue mm. in mainland China, especially with horses and other yeah, animals. It's always been a. You know, there's no. You know, there are a lot of sort of um, from the from the people rather than the government, like animal rights activist groups. But but you know, even in Korea, they still get a lot. Like even stuff like Good, the Bad, the Weird was censored internationally for animal cruelty. Mm. Um, of course, we have Old Boy with him eating a live octopus again. He eats right. it, but it's is it does that make it massively okay? I don't know. I don't know. It's a very. I, tough well, one. I mean, you've got to watch out as you're eating an octopus because they can oh, get yeah. their revenge and they're oh, dying uh, things hate... and then kind of. Strangle you from the inside. Uh, I had lives. I had live squid in Korea, and I would never do that again. It, it was, it was just like chewing on seawater, and it were it was moving all the time. But there was no, I didn't even get like a taste sensation from it. It was just every time you chewed into it, and it was fighting you. you it was just like squirting seawater into your mouth. And no, never again. It just no it gives me the book to think about it. Man. But, um, but yeah, there, there's a long history of, of stuff, and I. There's always a weird line, and I mean something like calamity of snakes because it's so much of it in there. But yeah, even when we we break it down to some of the like beloved films for people, you know, like spooky encounters and other film, other mm. films of the period which have like real chicken sacrifice rituals and mm. where a chicken was actually killed on screen. Um, sometimes censored in the UK releases, sometimes not. Uh, so it's always it's always one of those kind of slightly weird things whether you accept it or all of it or none of it. You know, mm. two weeks. I mean, it's never. It's either, I think, never a good thing, or you know, or it's just something people kind of accept has happened or, or happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I think you know, it's easy to would be easy to condemn something like calamity of snakes, but I think if you know, you have to look at the the sort of wider picture of you know so many of these films. I mean, you know, we're not going to go into a huge list of all this stuff here, no. but it is incredibly common. Um, especially you know in Asian in Asian cinema. I mean, not so much now, but certainly in like the eighties, seventies, eighties, nineties, incredibly common. So it's yeah. you know if you're condemning Calamity of Snakes, and I, I think some other films should be <laughs> should probably be looked at or highlighted. And when I was going through and researching some of this, there's quite a lot of ones that I'd actually forgotten, and I'm not sure if they were cut for international release. So again, maybe we're not seeing stuff, but that doesn't mean the animals didn't die. <laughs> mm. I don't know. It it is a very very tough question, and I think it comes down to as we said, it's completely understandable. If some people are, you know, be too appalled to watch it, it's fully understandable. Uh, and also, also the fact that I, I think because of the nature of this film, it's not glamorizing or glorifying it. It's just pure 
cynical exploitation in that respect, mm. um, which doesn't make it a good thing. So <laughs> I don't know. It, it's a, it's a tough one though. So Calamity of Snakes is released by Uno Films on Blu-ray and DVD from the 25th of April. Mm. That's it for now. Don't forget you can find all of our previous episodes on Apple, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe and you'll never miss an episode. But for now, <laughs> cheers. Here's to the snakes. <laughs> oh.